in this episode, I am talking to Berkshire Hathaway's Midtown Senior Vice President and Managing Broker, Valerie Levin. Valerie has been described as one of the most respected and admired leaders in residential real estate. She is known as the Broker's Broker. Welcome, Valerie. Thank you, Nadia. And I want to say that you have been one of my mentors uh, over the years. Uh, it is such an honor to be here. And and uh, your wisdom and influence have certainly helped me to become the leader I am and one of the reasons why I'm sitting in this chair. Well, I say the mentee has now become the mentor because we are so delighted to get advice and guidance from you and share some of your journey as to how you have become known as the broker's broker. Oh, my goodness. Well, Nadia, I started in real estate back in the 80s. This was before uh, before uh, social media. This was before um, we had fax machines then, actually. This was, uh, we didn't have um, the great uh, technology that we have now. We had to uh, really um, work hard on uh, communication, much, much more challenging then. Uh, in some ways, uh, it was, it was, it was uh, easier. So I was uh, worked for a top real estate producer when I was in college. It was just a part-time job for me. And I thought she made it look so easy that, that I could do it too. So I went into the real estate business with no network and no net worth to speak of. And I made so many mistakes as a young realtor. But what I learned um, after failing forward a few years is I needed a coach. So uh, when I realized, uh, A, I don't know everything, and that there was a better way to run a business, uh, that is when my I started having success out in the field as uh, a real estate salesperson. And then I realized that I have a sincere desire to help others become prosperous. You know, this is the best business in the world for building wealth, and it has been very good to my family and me. Valerie, you're somewhat of a headhunter for good realtors. So what are the qualities that you look for when you seek out the best of the best? Oh, Nadia. Well, I will tell you that I am looking for people who are passionate, coachable, kind, and tenacious. You know, um, what makes a realtor exceptional is their ability to implement a system that is, you know, frankly, repetitious and duplicatable and, and, and so, sometimes boring, okay? So you have to be tenacious. Uh, it, you know, real estate is not like the real estate TV shows <laughs> that we see these days. It's not like that at all. It's a lot of hard work. And, and, and in the beginning, you know, there's a, there's a two year, there's a two year period where you are learning your craft. You are, are, um, um, learning the game. And if you don't have a passion and a tenacity, um, you, you won't make it. Uh, it is an 87% failure rate. But people who are listening to this, who are going, either I'm in real estate and I'm looking for a boost, or 
I'm thinking about real estate as a career. Are these skills teachable and coachable? Absolutely, they are. They, these skills are teachable and coachable. And, you know, but, but there, there is one thing that, that I can't teach you and I can't coach you. And that is you've got to have a fire in the belly. So when I interview an agent, what, that, that's actually one of the first questions that I ask them. And, and some of my best interviews have been people that, that, that perhaps walk in and, and maybe they're, they're, they're not as polished, right? They're not quite as polished as I would like for them to be, but they're coachable and they're driven. They've got a fire in the belly. It, it's a mom who is a single mom and she wants to be the best role model and mentor that she can be for her, for her children. That lady is driven. So that's, that's material that I can work with. And, and, and people that don't think they know everything, right? So um, that fire in the belly, in my opinion, is the most important quality. And isn't that true of all of life, just to have a passion and a zest? And while we're talking about that, do you have an example, a story of somebody who you identified their talents and through your coaching and your nurturing have become a top performer? Oh, yes. Yes. And you know, that question gets me very excited because, as I told you earlier, that that's what puts a fire in my belly teaching others about prosperity and, and, and uh, abundance and the law of attraction and how, you know, the law of intention uh, can, can, bring, uh, can, can bring these manifestations uh, of what you want into your life. And Nadia, right at, at this moment, I have 80 agents and um, I have so many examples um, of agents that have come here, either they were brand new licensees or they wanted to take their business to the next level. And, you know, I don't know if I had anything directly to do with it, but I think knowing that someone believes in them and they they come every day to a culture that is inspiring and uplifting helped catapult them to that level. So, you know, yes, and and I give them all the credit. You know, when I took this office over, we were were at the bottom. Uh, There are 22 offices in in metropolitan Atlanta, and it was at the very bottom. And in in less than three years, we have become uh, one of the top 10 Berkshire Hathaway offices in the nation. And you speak about creating environments, and I always think whoever's listening, whatever the environment they're in, are we as managers, as leaders, creating environments where people feel that they are being invested in? So a simple, do you have a daily meeting? Do you have a daily mantra? What advice or guidance? Or is there a practice that you're doing that we can share? Oh, absolutely. Um and I appreciate you asking that question because um, I think all you know leadership leadership really is about finding the best team, finding the best team, and putting putting people on that team you know in the right seat on the bus. Okay, 
And so, first of all, I, I've worked very hard to create. I have a staff that would go over a cliff for me, okay, because they know to see them as a as a human being. I care about them, and I've set very high standards. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not embarrassed about my standards. You know, I think sometimes people they get you know, or, you know, and this happens all the time. CEOs or leaders take over a company, and they have to clean house, so to speak, which is exactly what I had to do here. And you got a lot of resentment from the old guard, right? From the people that have been there. Not everybody is going to love you. Okay. Mm. And that's one of the main things that I've, I've, I've learned and uh, in this position, but um, I, I would rather have respect than love. Love can come later. Right. But I, I would rather have respect. So I'm very upfront with my staff and with my agents about what my standards are, and 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 they're and they're very high. Um, but honestly, I think people want to be part of a movement. This isn't just a real estate office in Atlanta, Nadia. This is mm-hmm. this is a movement. What we have here is a movement. You know, prosperity is not just about money in your bank account. Okay, prosperity is about you being your authentic self. And everybody has a different idea of what success means to them. And how um, do you do that? Do you do that on a, a daily basis, a weekly yeah, basis? Oh, exactly. I can sit, tell I'm very excited about this. So, for example, I am a big believer in health and fitness. So we will have, um, uh, we call it wealth and wellness days. We'll have wealth and wellness days here in the office, you know, once or twice a month, where I will have a fitness instructor come. We'll have healthy drinks and snacks in the office. I'll have a, a massage therapist. You know, we'll have, uh, you know, that we'll give the agents neck and shoulder massages. We will have um, a, um, a uh, meditate, a guided meditation, yoga. Uh, we will. We also, uh, I, I make sure that the agents know that they're involved in in the training. Our uh, sustainers, we call them. These are the agents that have been here for a while. They are involved in helping me bring these young or I should say newer agents along. So they get involved in the training and they have, they have become very proud of, uh, as a result of that, Nadia, they've become very proud of what we've created here. So if you have to say to your agents, what was the difference before Valerie came and afterwards? What do you think they'd say? Oh, that is such a good question. Nadia, you're the best interviewer I know. Um, what would they say? I mean, I'm curious to know, you said it was a low-performing team. It's now a high-performing team. So what did you do? You know, these are often simple things that people do. And I always say, you know, sometimes it's the smallest changes that can have the biggest impact. So it sounds like you recognize people as individuals. You had very high standards for them. You said, this is what my expectation is. You didn't just let them randomly do their own thing. They no, were invested no, in no. days of health and wellness. I think, I think I, I have a vision. And and I, I I very openly shared with them what my vision is. So when I said I want to be the number one office in Atlanta, and currently we're in the top three, so I did that in three years. Or we did that, not me. We did that in three years. And now we're in, you know, the top ten in the nation, in, you know, for travel and real estate offices for profit. 
um, I shared with them what I wanted to do, and and see, and and, and so what what happens is is they've seen this this vision manifesting, right? And it's just an example of what they can do in their own lives. I, and I hear that mm-hmm. word from them a lot. This is a different energy. Um, so it's high energy, sense. high engagement. And do people right. work as a team? You know, we speak so much as teamwork and collaboration. Would you say that plays a part in your success? I think a hundred percent, a hundred percent. None of us, <laughs> none of us on this planet uh, grows without um, uh, our team. You know, you can't, yeah, you know, this office is where it is because of my team. And getting um, to know people on an individual basis. Exactly. Who are you? Who's your family? You know, I have a friend and she always says, um, how do you connect to a dot? And people say you draw a line and she says, no, you get to know the dot. And it sounds like what you've done as a leader, as a manager, as a nurturer, you've got to know the people and got to know their lives so that they know you're invested and care. Exactly. And it, 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 at this stage and in, in, in where we are in our development, I you know, I know, I know how many agents I want here specifically because I never want to get to a, pl- a point where I don't know my people. I know my agents. I know whose mother is 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 ill and not doing well. I know whose daughter is about to graduate uh, from high school and go on to college. I I know when somebody is having a tough time. I know my people, and that that is the most important. Thing to me because when you can connect and relate to someone on a uh, spiritual level, and and I and I use that word. I think, again, you know, Nadia, I think that 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 anyone who wants to be successful in their business, it, it's not just real estate. You have to create a movement. You've got to be a ruckus maker. You've got to have. You have. This is my platform, but this is whatever your platform is. It has to be bigger than money in the bank account, and I have money in my bank account, but it has to be more about um, making a difference that impacts humanity in a very positive way. Now, you keep speaking about coaching, so share your experiences with your own coach. Are you okay saying who that is and what you've learned from that individual? Uh, Absolutely. Um, I have been coaching with Robin Sharma uh, for the last two years. Uh, and I've also been been very fortunate to work with some real estate-specific coaches. Robin Sharma um, coaches a lot of, you know, athletes, entertainers, um, you know, billionaires, millionaires uh, on an individual level. I've done the coaching on um, uh, online, uh, Robin Sharma Nation, and I think the the way that has impacted me is it's you know it's it's allowed me to 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 focus on what I'm really really good at and master it because I think that that we live in a world naughty I think we live in a world of distraction oh yes and, especially between Facebook and LinkedIn and all our phones at our disposal so what you've learned to do is is be present. Right, and and it's and it's really a, I I I have a, a set time in the morning uh, when I get I don't look at that stuff because I think that it, that 
that it has made us less focused. And and according to my coach, and I, I believe it's true, I think I think people that know how to focus now, um, and it's more important than ever to be focused. I think that's what what ultimately will make you wealthy. I, I really, really believe that. I can get more done in 90 minutes than most people get done in eight hours because I am not addicted to social media. I'm not addicted to my phone. Um, and I, I, I thought also I'm a bit of an introvert, which is something that I was always very um, critical of myself about until I realized that, that actually that's, that's not such a bad thing. And um, because my ability, I, I have an ability to give other people a voice. Brokers feel that. But again, you know, I think what you're saying, Valerie, so true is whoever's listening to this, to just remind yourself, mm-hmm. get inspiration. And Robin Sharma may not be saying anything completely novel, but the way he's no. saying it somehow right. has impacted you, has helped you shift behavior, stay focused, stay motivated. And more exciting is that you're sharing that with your team. And, you know, we're looking at career caffeine. We're looking at ways to take ourselves professionally and personally to the next level and be mindful, be in the moment, be conscious. I mean, how often do you find yourself just, you know, being lost by getting into Facebook or LinkedIn instead of saying, why am I doing this? Is it helping me? And for your brokers, the ability to be on social media, is that something you stress? That's a great question, and here's 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 what I think. Um, technology can streamline your business, and it can organize you very very efficiently. But at the end of the day, real, real estate's a contact sport. Mm, it's, about well the, it's about the face to face, and all the sophisticated technology in the world, and all the posts about you know, whatever you're eating for dinner or whatever it is people like to post, you know, I, it, it it's not going to help you a whole lot if you're not out seeing the people. And to some degree, I think that all of this technology has separated us. I love what they say. They say technology is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. You know, you have to be very, you know, you know it's a delicate dance. And I think what I'm finding, and, and this, is, this has been... Very interesting to me because I have a lot of uh, younger agents in my office, and I, I love being surrounded by them. They they teach me so much, and they keep me young. But uh, fewer and fewer of that they they value the privacy. Um, fewer and fewer of them are using social media. They don't like it. And you know, I believe again that if you have a system that puts you in front of people that you don't want to buy or sell, you know, that's really all you have to do. <laughs> you know, this constant posting, you know, it, it, it's, it's overwhelming. And I, I love what, what you people, say, though, that it's yeah, a contact sport. Real estate is a contact sport. You cannot outsource it, although you might, through your friends on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever else, have some level of visibility and exposure to yourself at the end of the day, it's about real relationship building. And the same thing you are doing for your brokers, making them feel like individuals, motivating them, your brokers have to do for their clients and their customers. Well, that's right. But here again, it's 
you know, people will refer you if they feel that you are 100% focused on them and their best interests. They're not going to refer you if you're constantly looking at your phone when you're in a meeting with them. People know. And we, you know, you know uh, better than anybody that people make a judgment about whether or not they want to work with you within four seconds. And those are some of the things you are sharing with your brokers. So, Valerie, to shift gears for a moment, I know that, yes, you are the broker's broker, but you are also an author. And that's part of your passion is that you write. So I'd love you on this podcast to share something about your own writing and the book you've written, because so much about life is passion and realizing one's dream. So tell us about your novel. Oh, thank you, Nadia. Um, well, I wrote a book many, uh, gosh, probably 10 years ago, uh, based on, on my childhood growing up. I come from very, very modest means, and I grew up in the South. So the name of the book is Meaty Okra, like the vegetable, M-E-A-T-Y, Meaty Okra. And um, uh, that was actually a very cathartic experience for me. And, and now uh, I'm writing some different things. So, you know, I write for some horse publications because, you know, I'm an equestrian. And, and I'm doing a lot of writing at work, uh, which has been a lot of fun. I'm writing a lot of scripts. Uh, that my my agents use um, because they feel that they they roll off their tongue a little bit easier than some of these other uh, other scripts. And um, I'm actually ready to write a whole new story. <laughs> and the, the the whole concept of reinventing yourself. So if anybody who's listening to this is going, I'm stuck right now. Valerie sounds so energized and she's doing so many things and she's so accomplished. Let's end today's conversation by saying, how do you get unstuck? We've all been there. And, you know, it's interesting, too. Social, so, you know, I was having this discussion with my daughter because my daughter's 20 years old. She's in college. And she's like, you know, Mom, everybody looks like they've got it together but me. And I said, you know what? That's because you're looking at Instagram. Life is not what we see on Instagram and Facebook. I went through some depression, okay? I went through some time where, where, I, uh, and I, where I was treated for depression. And I think the first, the first thing that I would say to someone who is really not, you know, who's really having a tough time making a life transition, um, first, I would say, don't look at social media. And then the second thing I would say is um, exercise. Get up early and exercise because the, the brain is an amazing machine. And exercise causes your brain um, to create new cells. A lot of people don't know this. But it does. So, so once you, when you exercise, when you sweat, your your brain um, your brain is able to think much more clearly. You will feel better, even if, if you're not someone who's exercising. Even if you just get up and make yourself go for a walk, get up early and do something. And there's a lot of science behind. You know, Robin Sharma wrote a book called The Five A.M. Club. Naughty, I'm sure you've heard of the book Miracle Morning. Yeah, you know, I've implemented that practice in my life, and 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 there is something to getting up. Not to mention, you have a lot more time. Um, and then and then the other the other thing that I would say is 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 find a time that you know where you can be quiet and and introspective, because the next step will reveal itself when you're able to do that. 
it, it's not so easy if you're someone who's constantly distracting yourself, right? But if you're able to be introspective, being introspective is a good thing. And going through a tough time is a good thing. You learn, believe me, I've had so many failures, but I learned more about myself during those failures and it's catapulted me forward. And also, you know, don't beat the drum of, of what, what you don't have in your life at the moment. You know, focus on what it is you do want, right? Because the universe gives you more of that. Focus on what feels good, even if it's just the fact that you're able to, you know, to move and breathe and have a, a really good cup of coffee. Focus on that. Because what we focus on expands. Valerie Levin giving great advice, guidance, and certainly adding some caffeine to our careers. Pastor <laughs> Robin Sharma and exercise. And Valerie, you can be reached at? I can be reached at Valerie.Levin at BHHSGeorgiaSpelledOut.com. That's Valerie.Levin at BHHSGeorgia.com. Com. So if you're a broker and you're looking for the next phase of your career or something new or you're interested, Valerie is certainly open. Valerie, thanks for helping us get your advice, guidance. I know you have helped a lot of people take their careers to the next level. And that's what we're trying to do on this podcast is give people the energy to continue going and particularly right now in a tough business environment. So we're going to have to put lots of caffeine into our careers. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you, Nadia. My pleasure, and I'm happy to be of service.